Welcome to Muddy River News This Week, furnished by Harvey's. I'm Bob Goff. Doug Palmer became the president of Culver Stockton a little more than two years ago, and another school year is upon us, and he's my guest today. Welcome. Thank you, Bob. Great to be here. How are things uh, getting started over on the Hill? Yeah, things are going great on the Hill. We're really excited about this upcoming year. You know, we've faced some difficult years with a COVID pandemic. We're hoping that that's in our rear, rear view mirror. Everybody is. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but we had, a great, we had a great year in recruiting. We beat our budgeted goal uh, this upcoming year for enrollment. Enrollment nationwide is down about 4 to 5%. We had a 10% increase in our classroom last year, so we're really excited about that. I think news on the Hill is starting to buzz. What, uh, how many, so how many students are in Canton this year? Yeah, we're going to have uh, right around 800 students this year. So we brought in a freshman class of 331. Uh, last year we were at 300, so this is a, this is a great increase for us. And, uh, you know, when uh, you have a, uh, a college like Culver Stockton, which is uh, very, uh, you know, you've got this great ideal setting. Right. You know, the, when the leaves are turning, you know, it's, it's just a beautiful place to be. But, again, it, it is a small college. But you have a small college background, so how do you, how do you, you and how does your admissions and recruiting staff, how do you sell it? Yeah, so there, there are a couple ways we go about this. First of all, the one thing that everybody comments on when they come to the campus is it feels like home to them, right? It feels like a family kind of place. You know, I hear stories all the time from alumni, whether it's going back 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, about professors who called and said, we're not starting class until you get here. Um, you know, we, we, we look after our students. Of course, students always have to do the work. We can't go to practice for them. We can't take the test. But we're going to do everything else to help them on a path to success. We think that resonates with our students. We think that resonates with families. They really appreciate that small feel, that family feel. We get to know everybody by name. I know students by name. They get to know me, uh, and it works all, way all, all, all up and down the line. And you know, for I think for a place like Culver Stockton, I think your alumni, I think they're your best recruiters. Yeah, I mean, our alumni are fantastic, and we're really, really blessed with the support of our alumni. Last year, we broke new records in alumni giving, so they're seeing the valuable things uh, that are happening on the Hill. They really want to come out and support us as well, so we couldn't be more more grateful to the support that we get. And you'll have a bunch of them out uh, there this weekend as the uh, football team opens its home schedule. A little tough start at Baker last week, but uh, home Saturday night. Yeah, we're really excited about our, uh, our, our fall football season. We're excited about all of our sports, of course. Um, but, you know, football wasn't always a featured sport there on the Hill. Uh, and we've had great success. Our coach, Tom Sally, he demands a lot of the players. He's not only teaching them great football, he's teaching them great life skills as well. Uh, and uh, I think that success is starting to pay off. So we're looking forward to this week, and we're going to have a great season. And I've uh, been a part of it uh, doing the play-by-play uh, -play -play for the football on the video streaming. Right. So the alumni and friends who can't make it back for the game try to make it fun. I'll have a couple of uh, Culver alums alongside this year, and uh, Charlie and Jeff, and it'll, it's going to be a blast. I'm really looking forward to this. So you got you got Charlie doing your color analysis <laughs> for you. There's Someday he's going to put some pads on and get out there oh, and try to throw the ball again. Oh, I know. Yep. No doubt about it. He was Telling me the other day and talking about the guests and the pregame and all this stuff, and I'm like, man, I'm, I'm ready to go now. Absolutely, just after talking yep. to Charlie for 20 minutes. So, um, 
you know, you you mentioned uh, you know recovering from the pandemic, and it's we're, again everybody hopes it's in the rearview mirror. But you started, you came to Culver during that. So, I did. You know, you were you 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 know you had a, a, a job at another place. It could have been nice and comfortable, but you decided to dive right in and tackle, be the leader of an institution that was dealing with this worldwide pandemic. Um, how was that, and how did you, you know, I, I assumed you just went at it, look, everybody's dealing with this, we'll deal with it as well. Yeah, I mean, first of all, Bob, I want to be clear. They didn't need me to help them get through the <laughs> pandemic. There's a great leadership team already in place at Culver Stockton. Um, and to a certain extent, the challenge wasn't as great as you, as you might think, and I'll tell you why. It didn't matter if you were president for 20 years or 20 days. None of us really knew what to expect yeah. next. Uh, we all rallied together. I was on the phone every single week with presidents from, from throughout the Midwest. I had a great relationship with Brian McGee here at Quincy University. We talked frequently. You know, we all focused on the core mission, and that's to educate students. Sure, we compete year in and year out, but when something extraordinary like the pandemic happened, I think we showed the best of who we are here in the Midwest from the way that we work together. Uh, and collaborated about this. But yeah, we had some difficult decisions to make. My very first day on the job, I had to make a decision on whether or not we were gonna open in the fall. Yeah. It's not the easiest start. Everybody's looking at you and you're trying to get to know everyone. Uh, we focused on mission. We said, we're a residential liberal arts institution. That's our core, that's our bread and butter. So we were gonna presume that we were gonna open in a residential format unless evidence told us otherwise. And that's exactly what we did. We had a pretty good year that year. We had a good year last year as well. When you started the job and you said, okay, I want, I think the first thing we need to do is X. Have you done X or are you still in the process of doing X? And what is that? No, well, you know, when I came in, uh, one of the things we talked about is that we wanted to make sure that Culver Stockton was fitting the needs of the wider community. You know, and you see this with a, uh, um, the, the great resignation and the employment challenges. Every single employer here in the area is talking about the need to have a skilled workforce. We want to make sure that we're providing that to our, to our neighbors. We want to make sure that we're thinking about not just our own financial health and economic health, uh, but also the economic and, and health of the, the tri-state region. One of the things we did that we're really proud of uh, is, is work with the, the late Tom Oakley here in, in Quincy. Uh, and secured a gift to, to preserve his legacy in the Tri-State Development Summit. So Culver Stockton College is now the permanent home of the Tri-State Development Summit. That's going to be coming up in just, uh, just two weeks. Um, and uh, we're excited to be hosting that. We're excited that that's now got a permanent home and that legacy will go on. We're working with our other colleges and universities in the area to be sure that the workforce that we're graduating from each one of our institutions is ready to help take the Tri-State area into the 21st century. It was a goal that I set out when, we, when, when I first got there. It's a goal we all embrace in cooperation with our trustees, and we're making great progress towards that. That was, uh, you were reading my mind, because when you talked about economic development issues yeah. and all that, you know, being the home of the summit d did seem like a really good fit when you talk about mission, that's for sure. Um, another thing is to, when you, you mentioned working with uh, Dr. McGee and also, uh, you know, working with, uh, you know, Mike Elby and whoever the next right. president of John Wood is, that, uh, you know, when those students are done at a John Wood or a Mobley Area Community College, you want to make sure you're an inviting home for those transfer students as well. 
That's correct. I mean, we've got to recognize that there are different paths, paths to, to a college education and that that sort of traditional to 22-year-old path right out of high school isn't always the, the way that people are going. We just this year have hired a, a dean of graduate and professional studies. Her job is going to be to provide more educational opportunities from the Hill to the some, what, 40 million American adults who have some college but no degree. We want to make sure Culver Stockton is serving that, that group as well. I was a non-traditional student. Uh, I didn't go to college. I went to college for one year. I didn't do so great, Bob. Uh, I ended up in the Army for four years. I didn't graduate from college until I was 25 years old, and then I went on to graduate school. So that population that's had a non-traditional route, that's very near and dear to my heart, and I want to make sure we're, we're working with them. Yeah, uh, we've uh, we've done that with all of our children. We're John Wood students, and then yep. went on to four years. So it's uh, definitely uh, again I, the, the 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 college experience is what you make it. And there are just many there are just many different paths to go. And a place like Culver, where you talk about its its home, but you you mentioned the the student body. It's it's there are I mean it's what is what is your percentage of athletes in that student body? Now? We have a very large group of athletes. About seventy percent of our student body uh, are on some athletic roster or or another. We think that's a real strength of the Culver Stockton experience. You know when I talk to employers and I talk to a lot of employers, I've never once had an employer say to me, you know, if your graduates only had three more credit hours of accounting or biology or mathematics, all our problems would be solved. You know what they say? Your graduates need to be good team members, they need to get along with others, they need to fit within our culture. And athletics is a great way that our students are learning that. So to the extent that our students can become athletes and students as well, or that they can continue to pursue their artistic interests uh, and become students, we support that 100%. And that's one of the great benefits of a liberal arts education. And uh, you know, the, and the, the, those students also, you know, many of them do have scholarships. That's right. And um, you know, many of your other students have, you know, have the financial aid. Uh, the the latest news that we had this week of President Biden's desire to eliminate some of that student debt. How does that fit into the school's mission? Yeah. So we know that a lot of our students uh, are dependent on on financial aid. About ninety nine percent of our students are receiving some kind of aid. I'd say 100 students, but 100 percent. But as soon as I did, somebody would come forward and say, "I didn't get any aid." Um, almost 50 percent of our student body uh, is coming from families that are Pell Grant eligible, which means that they're coming from families that are at or near the the poverty line. We actually take great pride into opening up access to a college education, private, faith-based college education to students who don't think that it's within their within their price range. We commit nearly half of our operating budget every single year to student financial aid. That's not the aid that the federal government is writing on. That's our own operations uh, that we're making sure that a student uh, has an opportunity to finance that education. And the reality is when you add up and stack up the aid, and it's probably true for Quincy, in fact, I'm sure it's true for Quincy University as it is for uh, Hannibal LaGrange and Culver Stockton. Uh, it, it is almost the same price for most of our students as attending any of the public institutions. But when you add to that, that family feel, the fact that we're going to look out for you, the fact that our graduation rates are where they are, it actually turns out to be a real bargain to pursue private education here in this country. 
So uh, as we uh, get into this, uh, this school year and looking at uh, the, the vision of the college, uh, I know you've had uh, some activity with some uh, buildings and some other things going up. What other things are you looking at as far as physical improvements at the campus? Yeah, well, you know, we've got a 140-acre campus uh, that uh, we've got some old buildings. Uh, we're looking at doing some major renovations into our, into our residence halls to make sure that those are up to date. Um, we've got to continue to do some improvement on our athletic facilities. Uh, and then we've got to just keep up with, with general maintenance. Um, but we're starting to think about some big projects that I look forward to being back here maybe in a year to talk about. I think that sounds great, and uh, again, I've been obviously I've, I'm on the campus uh, uh, pretty frequently, and uh, it's it is it is a it is a beautiful place, and I can't wait uh, until the uh, leaves start turning. It really has that college feel. Yeah, we can't wait either. It's again, we're excited about this fall. All right, hey, uh, Dr. Palmer, thank you for stopping by. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. That's all the time we have for now. I'm Bob Goff, and have a great week. <music>